And so naturally, innately, we are built to be able to protect ourselves. And this is where our holy fire comes through. It's our warning signs. It's our red flags. It's our boundaries. Its essence is deep and utter love and respect for the self. Welcome to the Art of Sacred Rebellion. I am your host, Samantha Eve, and I look forward to bringing you this next episode. So let's talk about the holy fire. Holy fire, which is the essence of our anger and our rage and our passion and our movement. So it's, it's connected to our vitality. Our fire can be dimmed. Our light can be dimmed. I don't necessarily believe in the whole notion that there are no victims. In essence, in our deepest oneness understanding, yeah, I guess there are no victims. But do we, have we evolved enough into that space where we all truly get it to the point where we don't protect ourselves? We have an animal body. Okay, our body is of nature. It's animalistic. Everything inside us is connected to the earth and there are mechanisms within us that help us protect ourselves. Now, certain dogmas and concepts and uh, ways of being, systems, etc., uh, in the past uh, have not really allowed in the feminine truth that we are all sovereign by nature and yes we may need leaders to direct us but we don't need dictators to tell us who we are and so naturally, innately, we are built to be able to protect ourselves. And this is where our holy fire comes through. It's our warning signs. It's our red flags. It's our boundaries. Its essence is deep and utter love 
and respect for the self. And when we are in deep and utter love and respect for ourselves, we in turn are that for others. We allow that for others because we get it. We're experiencing it. We're in it. Again, it's not a mental concept. It's a natural one. We feel it. We drop into it. We respect our emotions when they're coming up and telling us that something's not right. It's the confusion of both mind and body and why the feminine is returning. When the feminine asks us to drop into our bodies to feel that which is there as opposed to think that which is there, that can, you know, that only gives us one aspect of the equation and sometimes has, a, has us in conflict with ourselves because essentially we have one part of ourselves teaching us something and another. And so it's walking through the world feeling confused, disconnected, and in this space, we create more disconnection and we also create disease, more stress, more chaos. And we overcomplicate things. We, we don't go down the path of least resistance and we don't simplify things. And therefore, it turns into us chasing after more and more and more just because we feel this void. So our holy fire is, again, something of beauty. I want you to really feel in it because life is here to offer this protection. There are victims. There are people in deep pain. Let's remember that people who hurt people are in pain. There is no bad person. There may be some mental issues there and deep and profound abuse, abuse that has separated someone from their conscience and their consciousness and where they inf then inflict that on others. That is something of deep disconnection. I keep using the word deep because I want you to drop. I want you to deepen into this. This is deep work. This is very wise work. And that is why you're here. You're here. You've been called here to understand a deeper aspect of life. To begin moving in the world more connected with this truth. To allow your soul to reveal those things that you need to know. And that you need to do perhaps and when you honour your emotions and your soul's signposts, your heart's signposts, and it's truth. I can give you a vision right now to understand this more in a conceptualised way. So from my understanding, 
when I studied a little bit of the HeartMath Institute's understanding of the heart, so this is science, that the heart it was the first thing, is the first thing to be created in utero. I think that's how you say it, utero, where before you become a fetus when you're in the womb. And the second thing is then your brain. The heart also holds tremendous intuitive power and it speaks to the brain and it speaks to the gut. So these internal systems speak to each other. They're not separate from each other. Nothing in this world and life is separate. Everything is holistic and everything has a, a cause and effect. So with regards to the heart being such an intuitive muscle, it goes to say then that there is tremendous power in the heart's ability to understand what is right and wrong and what is going to help you versus hinder you. So I believe emotions come from the heart. It's our way of being connected to ourselves and understanding ourselves. Um, it's why we go into talk therapy to talk about things and move the energy that's within us to it, which is emotional to then understand in those emotions, what is true for us and what is an illusion or what is hinder. And the truth is we have like humanity has a lot of heart walls for us to really evolve in our heart space. We need to do a lot of work there. Um, but that doesn't mean we open ourselves up to everything and everyone. We have to have strong boundaries. We have to be able to protect ourselves because there's only so much that we can endure here as humans. We're not indestructible. We are breakable. We break. We break either through illness, uh, physical illness, um, or mental illness. I've seen mental illness all my life consume loved ones and take their lives where their pain and their suffering was way beyond their ability to feel and it caused a lot of dysfunction within them. So we are not indestructible. And sometimes, yes, we further our pain. But the truth is we ourselves can only be the one to save ourselves. No one can do this work for us. And
we need to be able to protect ourselves. We need to be able to understand our conditioning in codependency and move on from the past where the feminine was subjugated and oppressed and seen as lesser, of lesser value. We need to move on from the way the world was operating, has been operating. And we need to create newer ways of being, which aren't very, they're actually not new. They're old, they're ancient. But it's about being here as a modern day person connected to our ancient truth and bringing that through in the way that feels really beautiful to us and feels really joyous and turns us on, excites us, allows the endless flow of flow itself of life to move through us, our vitality. And she will tell you, or he will tell you, your heart will tell you when something's amiss, when something's not right, and you will feel it. It will claw at you until you accept it and you, you come to this um, metaphoric coming to your knees, surrendering to your darkness, to your holy fire, what truths you aren't owning nor accepting or acknowledging because they are different to what you're seeing in the world. But those truths, they're real and they're for the world. And they've chosen you to be in deep ownership of and understanding through first-hand experience of what they are, what they mean, and then moving that transmission, that transmutation of energy, unlocking that vitality within you, moving that into others, allowing others to, to come alive. That is what the holy fire stands for. And she, she is fierce. She is fire. And she burns, she burns brightly. Don't ever, ever, ever Feel afraid of the holy fire and what she asks of you. Oh.